Hello, this is the Risk Report with me, Ryan Huang. The COVID-19 pandemic is proving to be quite fertile ground for fraud. And the combination of economic and health threats makes people and organizations even more vulnerable and creates more opportunities for fraudsters. So if you're running a business or part of a team who's supposed to make sure that these things don't happen, what do you need to watch out for? And I'm getting some help from an expert. He is Gerald Baker investigations leader for Deloitte Southeast Asia. Welcome to the Risk Report, Gerald. Thank you, Ryan. Hey, Gerald, you've got quite an interesting job. You're part of a forensics team. Does that make you a detective of sorts? <laughs> yeah, it does make me a, a corporate detective of sorts. I'm actually a chartered accountant by training, and I work alongside other accountants, investigators. We have uh, technology people, that computer forensics experts, and then we have um, data scientists as well as all part of our, our forensic investigations offering Southeast Asia. Yeah, what have been some of the more memorable and I guess most satisfying cases you've worked on? I've been fortunate in my career because I've I've worked uh, all across the world on various things. You know, what what some would call the creme de la creme type investigations, where you have the the U.S. government uh, U.S. government agencies going after a corporate for various misconduct. Um, so those ones are, are fulfilling from the sense of they're, they're, they're quite big and there's so much to do and so much to uncover and piece together. But there's other ones where, you know, I did one that, that's of, of note, which was a, a Ponzi scheme. And actually by unraveling that Ponzi scheme, we were able to get, you know, the, the investors that were duped by the, the gentleman that set up the Ponzi scheme, we were able to get them compensated through the work that we did. So, then, you know, that was quite satisfying to see that end result there. Um, Gerald, mm. we're in the middle of a pandemic. How much fraud activity is going on right now? Is this you know, a crisis that creates more fraud? Do you get more business in times like this? History tells us that yes, we do. And we are seeing an, an uptick in inquiries. There's two things to think about with a crisis like this. One is that fraud that's already existing gets uncovered. Now, that could be due to you know, limited cash flows or disruption that's coming through with this pandemic. The other side of it we see is that new vulnerabilities begin to emerge. So, you know, people, because of all this disruption, start to get desperate. They do things to pad the bottom line and the like. Yeah, there's a popular saying, when the tide is low, you start to see who was swimming naked under the water. Is that something like that? That's correct. That's correct. That's the Warren Buffett quote. And, you know, on, on that theme of Ponzi schemes, you remember back in the, the global financial crisis that there was actually the Madoff Ponzi scheme that was uncovered. It's one of the biggest you know, frauds that's ever occurred in the world. Mm. Yeah, walk us through some of the examples of what this might involve, these fraud cases, and why it happens. Is this a case of businesses you know, just being spread across too thin right now? It's, I think you would find that for the existing fraud being uncovered. I, I want to take us back a step before the pandemic in that the, the global economy was beginning to slow anyway. So those that were starting to feel exposed may have started to do silly things at that point in time. As you come through, the, the crisis or the pandemic has, has brought everything to the fore. So those that are trying to, you know, as you say, tide goes out, recovering their tracks, they're now finding that, you know, banks might be tied with the lending mm. or the markets have decreased and things like that. So the way they were able to cover their tracks, all this disruption now is meaning that they are exposed and that they can't continue with that charade. And of course, in the crisis, things change. You have people reducing headcounts. You also have people starting to work from home. Is that a huge mm. factor in this rise in the number of cases? It is, and I think it's something that we'll see more of because, you know, the disruption has, is happening right now. There's a new way of working. I think a lot of things that we need to, to remember with this crisis as well is that businesses are, are, are struggling to stay afloat. They've had all this, and there's been shutdowns, the circuit breaker, and things like that. So whilst they might be fighting or thinking about the survival of their organisation, 
unfortunately, they may be neglecting some of the other things that are happening. So the, the weakness in controls, there's a new way of working means that where you might have put more attention to making sure some, uh, someone could not circumvent the control that you would have in place, this new way of working, you may not have been thinking about the fraud aspect. It may have just been, hey, we've got to stay afloat here. Let's just get this up and running. And it's only sort of now and in the future when the vulnerabilities start to come out that, that you can see there's a problem. Yeah, there may be a tendency for people to take their eyes off the ball when there is a crisis. Uh, Gerald, when you look at fraud, there's this concept of a fraud triangle. Three things for fraud to thrive. And you've got the COVID-19 right now creating the perfect storm. That's correct. So the fraud triangle has been in, in play for quite a while. It talks about the three different elements you're just saying. The first is uh, a pressure, second an opportunity, and the third is a rationalisation. So all these three factors are generally present when a fraud is occurring or will occur. So you think about it from the pressure. Someone has to meet a key financial target or they're looking at how they keep their company afloat. Or you, know, you take it down to the individual employee level, there's financial distress due to potential job losses or mm. you might find a ma- married couple, the spouse has lost their job. So how are they going to pay the, their financial commitments or meet their financial commitments? You know, pay those bills. Then you look at the opportunity. And what we touched on just before, you know, there's a new way of working at the moment, or you could find that there's a reduction in employees, there's been layoffs and things. It might lead to a lack of segregation of duties and supervisory roles. We also find that, you know, there's delayed audits. So those lines of defence that might be there are not there at the moment. So the Forrester can see these opportunities and look at a way of exploiting it. And the third one is this rationalisation. And we think about it from a sense of the person might say, well, I want my bonus. I've worked so hard and up until this pandemic came along, I was going to get that bonus. I need to keep my bonus. I'm going to do this fraud now to make sure I get that bonus. Or the, the factor of my needs are greater than yours. Or some people sort of say, and this is quite often a gambler or someone, they're only one win away from paying the money back. So I'm only borrowing the money. I'm going to go to the casino tonight. I'm going to win. And I'm going to be able to pay back all my debts. Mm, so that fraud triangle have got opportunity, pressure and rationalisation. So Gerald, when you look at some of the red flags to look out for, what's going to be at the top of the list? I've got four that I'll go through and there's no particular order here, but the first one is theft of confidential data. So with the new way of working and the way things are happening, including the share, you know, the use of remote logins and things like that, people might be sharing passwords and the like. And we call this theft of confidential data. It's a, it's a way of like... Um, Think of the secret herbs and spices. So what are people actually stealing that's confidential to your company in the vulnerabilities in the new work from home situation and the like with the IT systems? Second one involves payroll fraud and government stimulus and support schemes that come out. We're seeing on a global scale that, that these programs are being rolled out by governments and obviously forced to seek the opportunity to exploit that. You know, they might overstate the amount of employees that are working for them or say they're connected with a company and apply for the rebates and the like that will come through and they have no involvement with that company. So that's something that governments should be really careful about, that they're not going to be you know, taken advantage of with these schemes. Third one would be bribery and corruption. You know, there's been a lot of disruption to supply chains, global supply chains. You know, we've even seen this in Singapore as, as suppliers being un, un, unable to get through because of all the disruption and lockdowns around the world. So you might find that essential suppliers demand bribes or kickbacks from your staff in order to facilitate things going ahead. You then have the other side of the bribery is you as a company need to secure new contracts to, to make up for the shortfall in revenue that's occurred because of the crisis. So you want to make sure that your employees are not the ones that are offering to bribe to win contracts and the like. And the third is the one, it's about the false reporting that, you know, the accounting, the manipulation of sales figures 
and things like that. So people may see it as an opportunity to use the crisis as a way of camouflaging losses that would have been there regardless. Yeah, a couple of red flags to look out for. Theft of confidential data, payroll fraud, bribery and corruption, false reporting. So if you've got all that you know, in the frame, Gerald, how do you guard against that? Yeah, I think there's three ways to look at this. There's the prevention. There's a way a company can predict and detect where things might happen. And then there's the way they respond. So prevention is all about you know, having the right tone within your organisation. So, so senior management or the CEO and the like say that they want to conduct business in an ethical manner. People can look at strengthening or re-evaluating their internal controls, you know, that new way of working that we're talking about, look at where the vulnerabilities might be, resetting roles and responsibilities, ensure there's that segregation of duties that's in place, and you know, remind staff of what's going on, provide this ongoing fraud risk awareness, provide this ethics training, remind them that, that the pandemic is no reason to drop your guard or it's no reason to actually... Uh, commit fraudulent behaviour. Then the other way is uh, through predicting the tech is looking at fraud risk assessments, monitoring fraud, fraud red flags, conducting targeted audits, and look at enhancing detection abilities. And a key thing we look at here is an external whistleblowing system. You know, one of the, the key ways that the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners tell us that fraud is detected within an organisation is that it's by way of tip. So you've got to provide a mechanism for your employees and third parties to, to raise concerns and get those tips in. Now they say that there's, there's 43% of, of issues, fraud issues that arise, comes through by way of a tip. And if you've got to make it such that it's something people feel safe to do so and, and encourage them to come forward. Absolutely. Any, any mechanism you have there, you have to say to people that when they make a complaint or, or, or raise a concern in good faith, that there will be no retaliation against them. And, and you, you know, that's really important that, that employees feel that safety net. All right. Um, Gerald, helping us to walk through some of the red flags to watch out for during this COVID-19 pandemic when it comes to fraud. Uh, we've been chatting with Gerald Baker. He's the investigations leader for Deloitte Southeast Asia. That's it for this episode of The Risk Report. Gerald, thanks for your help. Thank you. And we'll catch you next time.